0: My next guest says the power and the culture of the original Bible, it was hijacked by the translators. His case is very convincing.
1: Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist?
0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I mean, that's normal. Uh, let me tell you another thing that is normal. I had a One New Man conference in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Bill Morford came to that One New Man conference. And tell us what happened. What happened to you, Bill?
2: Well, that was awesome because one evening, whoever had the service, called out and said, God is putting gold teeth in mouths right now. And I didn't think much about it. So, you know, I participated, I raised my hand because my dentist had told me just a few weeks earlier that there was a tooth that would need a gold crown. And when he finished, he asked for, he said, be sure and have someone check your mouth. And he repeated that. And so Gwen, my wife, came, said, let me look. And she looked in, and there was a gold tooth. So we had others. Look did,
0: did you ever go back to that dentist who said you needed a gold crown? I didn't have
2: to but we, at we, home. we
0: had it on internet, and it was also on television when we had our One New, uh, One yeah. New Man uh, conference. And here's the amazing thing. The His dentist just happened to be watching. So what did she say (laughs) when she saw the
2: x-ray? She saw your gold tooth. She said she had to look in my mouth to see just how it was. And she told me that no lab on earth could make a gold crown like that.
0: You know, as amazing as that is, there's something else that happened that was amazing to Bill. Bill went to Israel in 1984, which changed the whole paradigm, everything of his understanding and his focus, and he went on a 20-year quest to recapture the Jewish roots of the entire Bible, to recapture what those
2: idioms mean. What's an idiom, by the way? Well, an idiom that we use in English a lot is it's raining cats and dogs. But see, there were idioms at the time the scriptures were written,
0: but, and they all understood it, so it didn't have to be explained in the scriptures. And he, he recaptured the power of the Bible. What, is, what do you mean by the power of the translation
2: of the Bible? Because both the Hebrew and the Greek are very expressive languages, and they have commands they use different moods and they don't get translated properly i don't know why the oh, scholars say give me an example
0: give me an example of uh, of something that where the verb was not translated properly and then it was and what difference it made
2: all right well i told you my my favorite is the ironic blessing where we're all told It's may the Lord bless you and keep you. I I pray that every day over the radio. Yeah, Yeah, May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance to you and give you peace. But let me tell you what the Hebrew really says. What? The right. It's the Lord will bless you and he will keep you. The Lord will make his face to shine upon you and he will be gracious to you. The Lord will lift his countenance to you, and he will establish you in shalom. I love it. You see the difference?
0: May the Lord bless you. The Lord will bless you. I say that to you right now. You think you're just watching a television show. No, you're not. The Spirit <laughs> of God says to you, the Lord will Bless you. Bill, what happened to you in 84 in Israel? Stepping off the
2: plane, I just felt, I'm home, and didn't know why. And I saw Hebrew street signs, different things in Hebrew, and I just knew that I had to do digging. And of course, we went to all the Christian sites, and I was just blessed all over. It just gave me a hunger to find what Israelites should all know about the power of God and about the ground where Jesus walked. He studied Greek
0: under a great Greek scholar, but then God opened up a door where a, was he a conservative rabbi? He still is. A a conservative traditional rabbi uh, taught him Hebrew. But he was not just an ordinary rabbi.
2: Who was his grandfather, Eleazar ben Yehuda? And what did mm-hmm. Eleazar ben Yehuda do? He wrote a 16-volume dictionary that really introduced Hebrew, reintroduced it as the spoken language of Israel. He 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 literally fulfilled Bible prophecy because Jews were the Bible says the Jews
0: would be scattered to the four corners of the earth, and in a moment. Israel would become a nation, and the Jews would be maintained as a distinct people and come back to their homeland. But when they came back to the homeland, each one spoke the language from the country they went to. So this rabbi was, uh, was the, the grandfather, this rabbi was the one that God picked to reintroduce spoken Hebrew into Israel, and his grandson taught you. It's so amazing what he talks about <laughs> Hebrew. But let's whet their appetite in Greek because you study Greek. Oh, yeah. Twenty years he worked on studying the Hebrew, studying the Greek, understanding what the idioms really meant, understanding what the, what the Jewish roots are, understanding the Messianic prophecies. When the Bible says in the New Testament,
2: sickness, what does the Greek say? Well there is a Greek word for sickness. But there's also a Greek word that means evil that has traditionally been translated sickness. So I believe sickness is evil.
0: Now that means that when you are sick, don't pamper yourself. Get rid of the evil. Don't go away. Wait till you hear some of the revelation from the ancient Greek and the ancient Hebrew that Bill has found out, it's going to change a lot of your thinking. Be right back.
1: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural.
3: Announcing a revolutionary new Bible translation that corrects a 2,000-year-old misunderstanding about the New Covenant and the Jewish roots of the church. Call now and get the One New Man mentoring set. It includes this one-of-a-kind One New Man Bible, this full-color pamphlet, biblical feasts and holidays of the Bible, plus Sid Roth's revelatory book, The Incomplete Church, yours for a donation of $79. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9151. This Bible was translated from Genesis to Revelation by William Morford, a Greek scholar who studied under an amazing Hebrew scholar, the grandson of Eliezer Ben Yehuda, the architect of modern-day Hebrew. There is no other Bible like this. With its beautiful and durable leather-like cover, it will quickly become your favorite Bible for reading and studying. With more than 4,000 insightful footnotes clarifying and explaining the Hebrew Scriptures, a massive 170-page glossary describing first-century Jewish customs, the Torah portions are divided into weekly readings that Jesus himself was familiar with and is used by synagogues all over the world today. Even if you're a longtime Bible reader, you will feel as if you're reading the Bible for the first time. Gain fresh revelation and insights into the New Testament authors. Clearly see the Jewishness of Jesus. Take hold of the supernatural power within the original Hebrew and Greek like never before. This 170-page glossary itself is worth the price of the Bible. Hebrew words like shalom have a far deeper meaning than that which is translated into English. When you have shalom, you receive tranquility, justice, sufficient food, clothing, housing, divine health and so much more. This unique Bible is only one part of the One New Man mentoring set, which includes the One New Man Bible, this best-selling full-color fold-out pamphlet, Feasts and Holidays of the Bible, featuring the name of God's appointed festivals, the date of each observance, revelation of how each festival points to Jesus, The Incomplete Church book, which unveils Sid Roth's biblical research and revelation of the One New Man, a truth that has been lost over generations of faulty theology. Don't miss out on getting the One New Man mentoring set. It includes the One New Man Bible, this full-color pamphlet, biblical feasts and holidays of the Bible, plus Sid Roth's revelatory book, The Incomplete Church, yours for a donation of $79. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9151 or get two sets, one for you and one to give away as a gift Two sets for only $129. That's a $29 savings. Please specify offer number SP9151. Call or send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, PO Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9151 or offer number SP9151 or log on to SidRoth.org.
1: We now return to It's Supernatural.
0: Hello. Sid Roth here with Bill Morford. Bill has spent the last 20 years studying Greek, studying Hebrew, and translating the Old and the New Covenant. And he has uncovered things that will make literally your understanding of the Scriptures go to a whole new level. Uh, He's recaptured the Jewish roots. The idioms, the ancient Jewish idioms, an idiom, an example Bill used earlier was it's raining cats and dogs. Well, we know that today. But you didn't know the idioms of 2,000 years ago. Uh, Give me
2: a couple idioms that you found and what they mean. Okay. One is with the evil eye. And that's in Matthew 5, 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, you must tear it out at once and cast it from you. And, And believe it or not. People have read that and tried to please God, and uh, <laughs>
0: unfortunately, they they took their eye out. And that's not what God is saying. What is God
2: saying? What's that He's saying? He's saying, "Stop doing it." And what what the evil eye is is being stingy or greedy, and that's defined in Deuteronomy fifteen well, nine. What about where it talks about cut off your right hand? That's in the, the same in the New thing. Testament, stop doing that. And the, the right hand, of course, is a hand of power. It always speaks of power in Scripture. So you have to be humble. You have to stop doing whatever it was that you were doing. So if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. But it doesn't mean literally cut it off. No. It means to stop. stop. <laughs>
0: Just, right. Now, now um, on the, your understanding of the Messianic prophecy, uh, for instance, in an approved Jewish Bible, Isaiah 7:14 14 says uh, we're going to have a sign. A, a young woman will conceive and have a child, and this child's name will be Emmanuel. But in most Christian Bibles, it
2: says a virgin will. Uh, who's right? Well, technically, the Jewish Bible is because the word in Hebrew, Amma, means a marriageable, young woman. She is single. And what it is, the the whole verse is, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the young woman will conceive and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. Well, the young woman, unmarried, had to be a virgin. There was a translation called the Septuagint. It was
0: called that because 70 traditional rabbis did this translation. How many years uh, before Jesus came did this? this?
2: 250 years before Jesus was born.
0: All right, 250 years before Jesus was born, these traditional rabbis, the best in the land, uh, translated the Greek version of the Jewish scriptures, and they chose The one Greek word that means exclusively virgin, Uh, you can't get much stronger than that. You can't beat that. that,
2: no. But I have three footnotes on that verse. And the first one is the sign from the Lord. This birth will be an extraordinary event, bringing an extraordinary person known as God with us. That's what
0: Emmanuel means. God is with us. You know what? I, I, I think that we've kind of satisfied that particular situation. But you had a revelation bill in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah It's where it says stripes. We know what a stripe is. A stripe is where someone is beaten and where blood flows. And from this blood, uh, we we had such wonderful things happen, forgiveness of sin, healing of diseases. But you found the word stripe in the Hebrew means something else also.
2: Havurato in modern Hebrew means fellowship with him. And that's, of course, the only way. That's God with us. It's through fellowship with Him. The best way to get a a healing is
0: through having intimacy and relationship and fellowship with God. It's because of His blood that we are healed. But it is because of our fellowship that we have a clear passageway for the healing to manifest in our body. Bill, I asked you to pray last night and see if God wanted you to say something special. What did he tell you?
2: Oh, it's on the fellowship. Really? It's all about relationship. And those of you out there, I know this is more than one person. Who says, God is not with me. You have, to, you have to accept God in faith. He said he is with you. His word says... He is with you. He is in you. So that you, by focusing on him, will know that he is in you. When that torment that you're in now, you're in pain. You have to know that the God who is in you feels that same pain. Whether it's physical pain or whether it's emotional distress, depression, whatever. He is with you. He feels that. He will take it. I come from a traditional
0: Jewish background, and when I became a believer in the Messiah, I saw the book of James. James does not sound like a real Jewish <laughs> name to me. What did you find out? That that was changed. What was it originally? Jacob. That's Jewish. Right. It was Jacob. Why did they
2: change Jacob to James? It doesn't yeah. make sense. Well, both the Latin text and the Greek text have Jacob for the name of the book. The name James does not appear in them. The first appearance of the name James is the King James Bible. And, and King James orchestrated that Do you think right. he did
0: that? He just, it, it's sort of like sometimes um, um, uh, people that d- direct. Uh, shows, movies, and TV shows do a cameo. They walk in. That was his cameo in the Bible. How about the word law? That's so misunderstood, and it's all over the place in the New Testament. Was that translated properly? No. No? No. Why? (laughs)
2: Tradition. Tradition. I wish I had my violin.
0: Uh, What should it have been translated? Torah. What does Torah mean? Teaching or instruction. Sounds a lot different. If the Bible were rather than said law, it would be teaching. The law you think, oh, I'm not under that law. Teaching? Yeah, I want that teaching. Don't go away. Wait till you hear these other revelations that Bill had. We'll be back in.
1: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Sid Roth has found
3: the key to worldwide Revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with his love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website SidRoth.org is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders. Understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return
1: to. It's supernatural.
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Bill Morford, and we're finding out such amazing revelations about the the roots of the uh, Bible that were literally hijacked—the Jewish roots and the idioms and the culture and the power. Uh, uh, for instance, I mean, there's so many things I want to ask you about, but the order of the books, in right. the original order of of the. Uh, Jewish scriptures, it ends in Chronicles, not Malachi. What difference does it make as you read it when you go from Chronicles to
2: Matthew? There's a flow that does not exist in in the normal Christian book order. But when you go from Chronicles with its genealogies and move into Matthew, Starting out with the genealogy of Jesus, there's just a flow. It actually surprised me. I wasn't looking for that, but it's there. Now tell me about a woman, interesting woman in the New Testament by the name of Phoebe. What did you find out about her? She was a patroness set over others. My verse says, I am introducing our sister Phoebe to you, since she is also a minister of the congregation in Sankra so that you would welcome her in the Lord as befitting the saints, and you would stand by her in whatever matter she would have need of you. For she has also become a patroness of many, even of me. So that the ones that say she was a servant... It's a bad translation. Absolutely. So are you telling me
0: she was Paul's pastor in that instance, in (laughs) effect? That's what it sounds like to me, doesn't it? Uh, now tell me about, there's an amazing word in
2: the Hebrew, anachi. Oh, that's, that's awesome because there, it means I am. I am that I am. Right. But Rabbi Ben Yehuda calls it the I am of purpose. It's because I am. Because I am who I am, I ordain this to be done. And God always has that one. He uses that word. It means that's, that's a verse we have to really pay attention to. So every time he uses that, I use I am in caps and in bold type so that you know that's the Anochi speaking. I, I like the way you refer to it. It's I am... With an attitude, give me yeah. a verse and say it with the attitude God meant in it. <laughs> OK, Isaiah 43:11 is, "I am, I am your only savior." And this, this is one of three verses that use the anohi twice, a double anohi. One anohi is really a superlative. I mean, this is awesome. God has ordained this. He's determined. This is what's to be done. But when he uses a double, how can we put in English how strong that would be? Hmm. Now tell me something about
0: the most Gentile Christian thing I can think of as a Jewish person that doesn't know Jesus. Communion. It's not very Jewish, is it? <laughs>
2: It's entirely Jewish. Explain. Well, you have to read, if you want to stay in the New Testament, you can. Luke 22 has Jesus at the Seder. and it records three instances, three blessings there. The first cup actually comes from Exodus 6:6, 6, 6, and it's, "I will bring you out of Egypt." And Jesus lifts that and says the blessing over the wine. Then He says the blessing over the bread. And with the bread, that means you're eating the meal. And with the meal, they're having a second cup of wine. And that cup in Exodus 6, 6 says, I will rescue you from your bondage. So that... When we take the bread in our communion, we are actually celebrating His taking us out of our bondage. All, in other words, all deliverance has been done. It's over. What's that third cup? And the third cup is amazing because this is from Exodus 6.6. 6. And it's, Jesus lifts that cup and He said, this is a renewed covenant of my blood which is being shed for you. And what Exodus 6 has for the third cup is it the cup of redemption. So, so this is the blood of our kinsman redeemer who has come. You can't understand communion without understanding
0: Passover and it's been hijacked from it the church. Has. Uh, It's not so much that you're being legalistic, it's just that you're understanding depth upon depth upon depth. That's where these biblical feasts, God promises that he'll show up. It's an appointment with God. It's so wonderful. Now, I've always heard that Paul was a tent maker. You say
2: untrue. What was Paul? He made prayer shawls. Prayer shawls? Prayer shawls because there are other Greek words used for tent makers, two, two of them, one for making the small pup tent that a traveler might carry, and one for the huge tents like the Bedouin live in. I'm so glad for so many revelations I've learned from Bill Morford. So
0: I'm going to bless you with the revelation he shared with me about the ironic benediction. The Lord will bless you, I tell you, The Lord will bless you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will cause his countenance to come upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord will grant you his shalom, his completeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body in the name of Jesus the Messiah.
3: announcing a revolutionary new Bible translation that corrects a 2,000-year-old misunderstanding about the New Covenant and the Jewish roots of the church. Call now and get the One New Man Bible. With its beautiful and durable leather-like cover, it will quickly become your favorite Bible for reading and studying with more than 4,000 insightful footnotes clarifying and explaining the Hebrew scriptures, a massive 170-page glossary describing first-century Jewish customs. The Torah portions are divided into weekly readings that Jesus himself was familiar with. There is no other Bible like this. Gain fresh revelation and insights into the New Testament authors. Clearly see the Jewishness of Jesus. Take hold of the supernatural power within the original Hebrew and Greek like never before. Don't miss out on getting the One New Man mentoring set. It includes the One New Man Bible, this full-color pamphlet, biblical feasts and holidays of the Bible, plus Sid Roth's revelatory book, The Incomplete Church, yours for a donation of $79. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9151 or get two sets, one for you and one to give away as a gift. Two sets for only $129. That's a $29 savings. Please specify offer number SP9151. Call or send your check to Sid Roth. It's supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9151 or offer number SP9151 or log on to SidRoth.org. Next week on It's Supernatural.
0: Have you ever heard of white hair instantly turning brown? I'm looking forward to that. How about instant supernatural weight loss? Or how about money materializing? even
2: multiply.